0: Alright, welcome to episode 202 of the Man Cave Movie Review, the podcast that reviews the good, the bad, and the ugly of movies for men. I'm your host, Mark Slover, and tonight we are reviewing The Substitute. This great and fantastic film features Tom Berenger, Raymond Cruz, Bernie Hudson, Louise Guzman, Richard Brooks, Mark Anthony, and Diane Venora. Joining me tonight is Steve, Drunkenness Perceived is Drunkenness Achieved, Michael's
1: thanks Mark alright listen up y'all I'm your substitute teacher Mr. Mike Wyshek I went to Catholic school for 12 years so don't even think about messing with me alright let's take a roll if one of you says some silly ass name you will feel my wrath
0: what kind of wrath sir
1: I I don't know I, I haven't conjured it up yet so
0: <laughs> I can see you bringing your sword to class.
1: I might. I might.
0: That would be good wrath. on you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. And also joining us is uh, KOD Ken of Destruction Roni.
2: <laughs> Wait, now Mr. Shale thinks he's a badass, <laughs> but compared to Mr. Hand, he's a pussy. Okay,
0: it's going to be one of those... I was going to go with an explicit tag tonight, so thanks, Ken, for just kicking us off that way.
2: I love to serve.
0: Because the movie quotes were going to get us an explicit tag anyway, so gentlemen, go go, go for it. Um, and once again, the one, the only, Brian, merciless god of anything that stirs in the Pruno universe, Miller, joins us.
3: <laughs> you know, Mark, I, I just had my 10 grams of fiber and I can hold it only hold it so long, so let's get this thing going.
0: Um Okay. Just as just as long as you don't break wind or anything else. That's that's all we ask, Brian. On the air anyway. What you do in your private life, that's your business. Uh, <laughs> um, who's digging around in the Cheetos?
2: What's that noise?
0: What is that noise, Brian? Brian? Yes, I'm sorry.
3: Point? I lost you, Mark. I couldn't hear you. What was that again? Are you oh. making racket? Um. Yes, somebody is in the background.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um. We're 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 waiting. Well, we were going to wait. We got tired of waiting for 40 minutes for um the go the co-founder of the show. And our resident public education expert, Jeff, I don't break fingers on the first offense Muncie, but he's, um, he's living with the blue screen of death with his computer right now. So uh, perhaps he'll join us later um, if he can. Otherwise, you'll have this, uh, this fine crew um, without his public educational expertise on how accurate the movie is in that regards uh, to uh, talk about this great and fantastic movie. So, without further ado, gentlemen and listeners, uh, here's your overview to this great and fantastic uh, film. Compliments of Rotten Tomatoes. Actually, I edited Rotten Tomatoes' description because it went on for about eight paragraphs. Um, after a raid on a Cuban drug runner's soldier of fortune, shale Tom Berenger becomes the substitute teacher for his girlfriend after she is attacked by gang members at the high school where she teaches shale begins a war against the gang and the principal who are using the school to move drugs in the miami school system um i i think that's a fairly apt description of this movie came out in 1996 i will open the floor for initial thoughts on uh on this movie about drugs um Beatdowns of Girlfriends, Mercenaries, and uh, General Revenge and Mayhem. So I I open the floor, gentlemen.
2: I'll just pop out here, if I may, and say that this was my first time watching this movie. Back in 1996, I was a busy guy, had a lot going on, and although this movie was up there, it was a fairly popular movie that year, I never saw it, and I never saw any of it. Or its sequels in the subsequent years. So uh, when you guys proposed this, I was gung ho to watch it. I thought, man, I never saw this. I heard things about it. Let's let's see what it's all about. And what'd you think? And let's think about that later on. Let's hear what your other guys have to say. All right, Steve, what's your initial?
1: Well, I'll tell you. It's it's funny. I remember seeing this movie and. Again, you know, at our advanced age, time gets away from us. I totally forgot that this movie was, like, from the late 90s, like 1996. Watching it, I honestly thought this was something out of, like, I don't know, 1984. Uh, I mean, the whole thing had the feel. I mean, just the way everybody looked, the music. um, Everybody had a Mac-10 with a... You know suppressor on it so i mean right off the bat if you didn't know um and i didn't because actually i'm like when the hell is this movie made i'm like this was 96. wow um it had a definitely a
0: huge 80s feel to it uh little miami vice feel to it didn't it
4: about
0: 40 bucks uh, i mean kind yeah. of the mac tens and the balloon pants and the cars some of that yeah
4: definitely
2: did
1: well i i I will confess i was not um, i was not one of those guys that really watched miami vice back in the day Um, i have to admit uh, i remember seeing it but i remember miami vice being more colorful this definitely looked like inner city miami but um yeah it just it had a really different feel and, you know, I I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. Like I said, it's a great man cave movie. Uh, the, you know, the, the entire plot, the plot, I think, <laughs> is fantastic. Uh, as a matter of fact, the plot's so good, they made, I think, uh, three more sequels
0: to this. Yeah. Yeah. With um, Treat Williams, Treat I think. Williams.
1: Treat Williams, because Tom Berenger said, you know what? <laughs> I'm never getting hit with a
0: high lie ball again. I'm out. So. <laughs> Or getting farted at by another actor. Yeah. So, yeah, well, <laughs> but,
1: you know, I saw that and I'm like, that was Muncie, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. So, Fiber. Uh, but no, I mean, I, it's a solid movie. We'll have some conversations, I think, probably later on about the the quality of the show. But uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, overall, like I said, that's kind of my initial thoughts is... Uh, I, I thought I was watching I I I'm like God, I don't remember this from high school that's probably because at that point I was oh gosh I'd been married for about five years holy crap this
0: movie just really threw me off so yeah one again, of again one of the things I thought real quick before I throw it over to Brian that I thought was interesting is this was 10 years after Beringer had done platoon and that kind of threw me
1: yeah
0: it was just it well, just
1: yeah. But you know, and I think we could, we'll probably get into that, Mark, when we talk about actors. But I mean, really, uh, Platoon is really, I think, what put Berenger on the map. I yeah. mean, yeah, no one really knew him before, and act, and when you think about it, that was his. I mean, that was his stellar moment. After that, he's done a lot of, um, a lot of shite. Yeah, he had done.
3: He did. He did the movie. uh, Oh shoot! uh, He done the big chill with Kevin Costner. He did the big chill. The big chill. Yes. Uh, Is that was that it?
2: Yeah. He's the big chill. He's in Eddie and the Cruisers. He's in Dogs of War.
3: Eddie and the Cruisers was not exactly a box office hit, even though I love that movie.
0: Well, three years before this movie, he had done Gettysburg, where he played Longstreet.
3: Oh About yeah! Before, before that,
1: seriously?
0: Yeah, Gettysburg yeah. came out in '93. Wow! Yeah. God,
2: you know what? I, I, you know, Well, also is in big major league.
0: Yes, yeah, great movie. Well, we I, reviewed I
2: love it. That. But you know, to Bear credit, I mean, look,
3: he's a working actor. Yep. I'm a working step too. You're gonna write me a check? Screw it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm serious.
0: No, I, I hear mean, you.
3: I mean, he's done, he's done absolute, he is seriously, he has done absolute shite, but he's done some incredible stuff too. Oh yeah. And you know what? I I worked at my craft. I worked at my trade. I'm just trying to make a living here. I'm trying to make a really good living. And, and he's got accolades. I mean, a guy's got an Emmy. He's nominated for an Oscar. I mean, he's a legit dude, but Michael Caine or Roger Moore, you know, either one of the one of those two guys said like this paid for my house here, and they have yeah. both done well. Caine, uh, who's a great actor, and Moore, who I actually like, uh, but they've done total shit. But they're making money.
0: Oh my god! You know,
3: the, the, somebody's writing a check.
0: I think we've got Jeff. Hold on just a second, guys, and then we'll get you. We'll get, we'll get your uh, other thoughts on this, Brian. Hold on just a second. Jeff? Okay.
2: Jeff? Mm-hmm. Jeff? Wallet. Jeff? Are you there? He's muted his mic.
5: Broadsword calling Danny Boy. Broadsword calling Danny Boy. Over.
2: All right. Well, we'll
0: just keep chatting, and he can join us whenever he falls in here. So, Brian, what were your initial thoughts on this movie?
3: You know, my, my thoughts were... Uh... You know, I always wondered where the writers and directors of, you know, Frankenfish and and Dinosaur versus Super Gator, you know, on the sci-fi channel, learned their craft before they moved onwards and upwards. So this is where they started. And Super Gator and DinoCroc was clearly an improvement. So that's my general feeling, just for the record.
0: Are you you saying that this kind of is a notch above Sharknado?
2: Uh, It's equivalent <laughs> Yes Mark I mean something I had not said Is Every once in a while we say that This particular episode is a Schlock edition Yes This is a schlock edition
3: I would say
0: that that is a fair statement
3: Yeah I never paid to see this movie and 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 I I'm cheap I admit that. Uh, But I, you know, I watched a lot of, it paid to watch a lot of bad movies, and I found myself thinking, like, thank God I didn't pay to watch this movie.
0: But I don't think it's a bad movie. I think Ken's got a point. You know what you're buying. It's a Man Cave schlock movie. I mean, let's talk about that, guys. I want to throw that out to to, to everybody. What? When you think of this movie, is it a guilty pleasure movie? Is it a schlock movie? Is it a roadhouse kind of movie that if it's on, you'll stop and watch it for certain scenes? I mean, what's your take on that as as a movie as far as man cave movies go?
3: Guilty pleasure for me. Sure. Steve, what do you think?
1: I don't know. I mean, I would say, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, Like I said, I saw it a long time ago. I, I'm not sure this is one I'm ever going to crack up again. <laughs> I, mean, the, the, I, I think what really struck me in this one was honestly how bad the acting was by, oh, wow. that was Jeff. I, I don't know. I, I thought the acting was just, I mean, pretty much everybody just was kind of phoning it in. That's how I felt.
0: I thought the production nah. quality kind of reflected some of that. Also, you you if you look carefully, you could see the cameraman in the background. You could almost see the boom mic dropping in.
3: You got some good actors in this, by the way.
0: Yeah. Record. And we'll get to that. There are some very good character actors here.
3: But well, yeah. and they're still <laughs> around. They're still doing a lot of stuff. And by the way, the stuff they're doing it's largely on TV, mm-hmm. but it's damn good.
0: Yeah. Ken, what, how do you rank this movie in your pantheon of types of man cave movies?
2: Well, I've got it. Like I said, it's a schlocky movie. And as I sort of let off, I've never seen it. I mean, back in 96, 97, whenever this first came out, I mean, I had, I mean, those are back in the years. I was like, you know, wrapping up college, studying for the CPA exam, getting ready for law school. And although it was kind of on my radar screen, I mean, I knew it was out there and I'd heard, you know, guys I hung out with said, hey, it's, you know, it's an action packed, you know, rock 'em, sock 'em sort of movie. I never saw it and it never even showed up on cable that I remember. I do not remember ever seeing anything about this until the other night when I watched it in preparation for the show. So. I got to judge it by today's standard. I don't have any fond memories of it. I never saw it in the past. Uh, It is schlocky. Uh, It is a good cast. It is that, uh, I mean, back then, and actually, I think Steve was saying how this had an 80s feel to it. It really does. It feels like it was made in 1988 when, like, rap was kind of new and edgy instead of like pretty commonplace and such. Uh, yeah, the plot's pretty straightforward. It is a lot of bang-em-up action. And I will just put in a plug. We haven't talked about actors and such, but the idea of, of uh, having Ernie Hudson be the, the heavy, the bad guy, the, like a, the puppeteer playing all the strings in the background Was kind of unique because up till that point, as far as I was concerned, Ernie Hudson was always the nice guy, the straight guy. I mean, he was never a bad guy. So he was he was outside of his normal uh, acting range. The last
3: time I can remember, Hudson was in Ghostbusters before
2: that. I mean, he did a bunch of other stuff too, but yeah,
0: yeah, he. um,
2: I, I and and I thought,
0: and we can kind of slide over to actors while we're heading that direction. And I, I thought that, you know, uh, clearly the two best actors in this movie were, although there are some other good actors and we'll get to that, um, were Ernie and Tom Berenger. And I think one of the better scenes is when they're both kind of dancing around each other in the principal's office. But um, yeah, I, I, back it up real quick, it, it, it also had that vibe. There were a bunch of movies that kind of came out i remember morgan freeman was in a movie about crappy schools and awful you know awful kids and inner city there was there was this raft of movies that came out in the 90s and i think this just kind of became the rambo version of those clean up the schools or give the schools hope but this was the reverse of it that the school was the den of drug dealers and, no, th-
3: th- th- this this was the Roger Corman version of "Lean <laughs> on Me." It really was. That's what it was.
0: Thank you, Brian. That that sums it up well.
3: <clears throat> you know,
1: I and for some reason, uh, Mark, when you mentioned that about, yeah, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the where you had this thing with the schools, I remember something. Oh, I was going to say Tom it was There was another movie yes. where I think it was like Belushi was in a movie where he played either a substitute teacher or like a regular teacher. And it was like this inner city school where there was like gang violence going on. And he wasn't like this Rambo dude. He was just like the teacher that happened to stumble across and trying to, for the life of me, I can't remember
0: of it. But The it, principal. It the me. principal. That's it. That's and that it. came out a year after this one. I just looked it up. That's why I... Sounds oh, so okay whether well, cogent so, so and boy does he I, have I, I, bad Steve, he has bad 80s hair he has a he has a mullet in the back because he's got he's going bald in the front well well we won't comment
3: I mean I'll, I'll be honest this was a i'm the i'm the resident redneck here all right i get it this was a redneck movie about your perception of inner city schools and what we, what we could we do if we sent a bunch of you know military guys to clean this shit up. And I could have made this movie when I was 14, admittedly, but I like it marginally, but that's what it was. It appealed to every bad stereotype you could possibly have, and it was a total throwback. I mean, they they actually mention in the movie at some point, or maybe it was a rap song. They mentioned Miami Vice. I'm like, dude, that was ten years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, but they mentioned it,
3: and I'm like, it's every. I mean, I, 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 I honest to God, I wish Muncie was here. I'm like, Jeff, have you ever I... seen a classroom like that anywhere ever ever?
0: Jeff, are you here? I'm right Can you
3: imagine this? Are you here? Are you, are you here? Okay. What? What? Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, Can hear him? wait. Yes, we you, hear you. You mean, Jeff, Please I don't. Tell,
3: tell me how crazy this classroom is. <laughs> oh,
0: hold on, i got to introduce him again, because he didn't know how we introduced him. And welcome, the co-founder of the show and resident public education expert, Jeff, I don't break fingers on the first offense, Muncie.
5: <laughs>
0: welcome. Hey, thanks,
5: Mark. Thank you. Um, you know, I've got uh, uh, four podcasters here and one very fucked up looking Steve Michaels. Um, can I put him out of his misery, please?
3: So you haven't seen me, right? No, I... Ah!
5: <laughs> Cyclops. No, I, I am not. <laughs> uh,
0: so, Jeff, um, we were going to head towards actors, but you're here now, so kind of give us your take as our resident public education expert on what you think about this great and fantastic movie. <laughs>
3: no, 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 back up. Okay. Muncy, this Muncy is, is Tom Berenger.
5: <laughs> I, well, I, 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 if, I can't even hold a if, candle to Tom Berenger, probably the wait. actor, let alone yep. his character. Yes. You would be yeah. Tom
0: Berenger if Tom Berenger was on a high-gravity world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I say, kind of, kind of squished down and
3: spread out.
5: That's oh, brilliant. Where's my shoes? God bless
3: <laughs> you. I had to think about that twice.
1: <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that Jeff would have never took a hit from the highlight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm very dangerous at
5: a short distance.
3: <laughs> oh, smart. So freaking smart.
5: Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I hate you all.
0: <laughs> Steve, you're right. He's just. He highlights a kind of a tall man sport, too. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You, you 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 can do those
5: cestuses, by the way. That's right. You know they could have probably put me that, in one of those little cradles that, and that.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my gosh, oh God. Um <laughs> you know what? Um, gosh, you know I so I'm I'm I Jesus, I watched this show Sand. last night. And I'm and I haven't seen this since it came out. And uh you didn't pay for I, this, did you? No, I did <laughs> not. It was on Amazon Prime. So I guess it was just, Good.
3: I have more respect for you now.
5: It's <laughs> just there for the taking. I'd you know, God, I'd seen this probably not on <sighs> to, I'd go to the movie theater to see this. God man, Um, I saw it after it came out. And um, and you know, this is one that Mark and I, since I, uh, <clears throat> I, I may have some experience in the public school systems, um, that that I, him and I just kind of refer to um, as a as a reference point to some of my experiences. Now, I I've never seen anything remotely close to this. You know, we had you know here in our in our lovely city, we we have some high schools that in the past have have been on the rougher side you know i grew up on uh, <clears throat> what i like to call the south side of indianapolis because it was the south side of indianapolis and all the way down in another county we would hear about the reputation of uh of a certain high school in indianapolis near 10th street and uh um oriental um commonly known as arsenal tech uh, <laughs> which
3: they just for the record dude i yeah. lived within three blocks of there for a year did you Yeah, it was cool. Well, you know, women's prison was, you know, nearby and the pantry was a walk away. It was was about the best place you could imagine living.
5: You know, every year the the Indianapolis Star um, in January prints, you know, the the county and it shows shows where all the murders have been. And then what it does is it, it takes this area of the map and it blows it up like to the size of almost the normal the, the normal map that it was showing to show this like street area that is basically you know 1 mile long and a half mile wide and and <laughs> that's kind of this area here um in, now now that that high school has 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 come a long way since the uh 70s and 80s but I, my understanding is during you know, the, what this movie is based off of. And, and I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that there are some schools like that. I mean, we've got some schools here in Indianapolis where, um, a couple of years ago they had to go in and they, they, they got rid of everybody. They got rid of the kitchen staff and had everybody reapply to restart the school. But guess what? The one thing is that they did not change in that school. The principal, the students. Oh, No, the principal was a brand new principal. He was half. half. Yeah. You can't get rid of students, but, but because they didn't get rid of students, guess what also didn't change. Yeah. The success rate of that school. Right. Um, but (laughs) that is, you know, it's, it, you can, I I tell my students, usually in the first day, especially the new kids that I have when I, when they come, when they come in, I'm like, you know there's not much I can do. I can't, I can't physically touch you, nor would I, I know we don't do corporal punishment. Um, I wouldn't do it if we could. Um, I can't throw a small building on top of you. Um, I'm not going to scream and yell at you, but there is going to come a time you're going to want a favor from me. And my memory is very long. And when you want that, whether it's to go to the restroom, go back to your locker, be excused early to go down to another class because you're going to go teach another class, my simple response to you will be no, because I can't put the word fuck in front of it.
2: <laughs> Jeff, oh. I'm just curious. <laughs> does
5: your MAC 10 have a suppressor or you just <laughs> let it go
2: full bore,
5: total you know, decibel I- action? Back when I was in elementary school, the principal made sure to leave his office door open, so when he spanked children, you could hear it down the hall. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of my mo. You know, I want to make sure that when it goes off, people know it's going off. So Jeff, to to um, amplify and follow up on Ken's
0: question. When you go to school every day, do you, do you paint your face in a chain-link fence camo? <laughs> was
3: that, was I, so, I was watching no, that I'll night. do it here in a second. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it right now. I, I will do it. Honey, I'll do it. I'll be editing this me, portion of it. the podcast out. As I'm sitting here. <laughs> <clears throat> Brian, it's called a mute button. oh sorry (laughs) sorry holy shit it's time for my drugs bye (laughs) (laughs) thanks Brian time (laughs) for an edit
2: the listeners do not know that Brian had serious (sighs) eyeball surgery (sighs) this week and he needs special drugs. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm sorry. Jeff, you were saying something? I don't even remember what the hell the
2: question is
5: now. <laughs> Sheila always sidetracks me.
3: <laughs> I'm in such huge trouble right now, you can't
5: imagine. Well, go take your damn drugs, will you? I'm good. Take my
3: eye drugs. Would you put I'm being your, watched. Put your fucking damn. iPad
0: on mute?
3: Well, I. I Okay, I'm now on mute. Bye. No, you're not. You... <laughs> Dude, what the fuck you play my play? Still not on mute. I <laughs> oh, no, put it back. Oh. Just... <laughs> 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 I'm getting, I'm getting my eye drops for Are You back now? <laughs> oh shit! I got more than one. Is <laughs> that the prednisone? You know <laughs> I stepped royally there because I couldn't even get it in. No, I oh, got it. It was it. That's,
5: that's what she said.
3: <laughs> Keep going. Have- no! No good! No! No good! I have this or what?
4: You have on you. <laughs> 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 No,
0: no, Papa, I'll take the time. I can edit this part out. <laughs> or I can oh, put it right, on the I back right end. I have to. <laughs>
5: You're gonna Just, have to mark you. the start time of this. It was a half hour. Oh, yeah. i it's really ugly man.
0: I've got this at oh wait twenty nine point.
3: <laughs> Not a good scene, man. Yes,
1: you gotta put that looper in.
3: Oh, it. that's a keeper. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it burns. I'm gonna hit you, and it's gonna hurt. <laughs> That's
0: it, man. Game over, man. Game over. I'm going to play every one of my clips at this rate. <laughs>
3: so how many years of clips do you have now? <laughs> I got oh, a lot. But...
5: <sighs> wow. Are you done? No. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I can add more later.
0: Are you done with your medicine?
3: My medicine is done.
0: <laughs>
3: it <laughs> burns. It burns. Okay. Oh my so, God. Uh, I'm right. being judged and, right. accumulated, right. and right. accumulated and stared at even as we speak. All right. So,
2: so we're going
3: to get <laughs> Time this. Time to move on. We're
2: going to so get this podcast. Brian, you deserve to be stared at. You've, you've been very bad over the years, and you really need to be punished.
0: We're going to get this podcast back on track, and we're going to start right now with this movie quote.
6: Line up, ladies! <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Okay. So, Jeff, I don't know what you were going to say because it doesn't matter because Brian took the half dollar. You, you had a penny, but no, no, he took the half dollar and just took the chest piece. Well, it's even
3: worse. I got caught with yeah. a little bit of alcohol. Ooh. Got bit. Ooh. Got oh, you're not allowed to drink? Not the prune, the, no. Not when I'm apparently blind to one eye.
0: <laughs> I
3: could say just something about child. one eye and being
0: blind, but I won't.
3: Uh, they didn't say I couldn't, so I'm thinking like it's cool.
0: Yeah, you know, usually if you're blind in one eye, that's how you get kids, but I digress. Yeah.
3: you got to clear it with
5: Nurse Ratchet. <laughs>
3: I, I, I have a perfect statement for that. I just absolutely... Biting my tongue not to say. Okay. okay, okay, It would be recorded in, per- okay. in perpetuity. Okay, okay, okay. So I won't, I won't, I won't go there with the rat Enough.
0: <laughs> I think you're right, Steve. I got a hell of a blooper clip for this movie review. Yep. Uh, uh, actors. Let's talk about the actors in this movie. Um, Dick Brooks. <laughs> I beg your pardon. A stage you, name, or you mean Richard, Richard Brooks, Brooks. Brooks. as Aaron's one of the mercenaries, Wellman? Okay, Brian. <laughs> By all means, he's a good
3: actor. Actually, he died in the movie. He actually is a good terrible. actor. <laughs> what the hell? What's <laughs> that? That wasn't me, for the
2: record.
4: Who was that?
3: It
2: wasn't, it wasn't me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: what the hell? Sorry.
5: I went, uh, I went to a page apparently had an advertisement. on it. <laughs> I'm just oh my I, god, that's all I was doing. I just went down. So, that was
3: the <laughs> brass flamingo plays uh, that Ronnie was at right earlier.
5: Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Actors,
3: Richard Brooks, actually, I thought was pretty good. He died, I think he was the first guy to die,
5: and he, he was had in a um... movie, didn't he? What's that? Didn't he have like two lines in the movie? Not thinking the right guy. No, no he's the he, African American African American mercenary. Uh, actually,
3: very charismatic actor. He's been a lot of TV stuff. I actually think he's pretty good.
0: He was been in Law yeah. and Order.
3: Yes,
2: he was absolutely. He was in. Yes, he, um, was, he was Jubal Early thank you. on Firefly.
0: Since, yeah, in the yes. last on the last broadcast I, yeah, I episode. I actually like him. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you look at it, the mercenaries you've got you've got. Three great character, four great character actors who act with yes. Behringer. Raymond Cruz is Joey Six, <laughs> William Forsyth, and Luis Guzman. I think Raymond Cruz, wasn't he in the movie with, um, he was in an alien, wasn't he in the movie with um, Clint Eastwood? He was,
3: he was in alien one of the alien movies, I think. Alien Maybe Resurrection. Like a prison movie, Maybe, I could be wrong. but He was in The Rock. He was in The Rock, yeah.
2: Is an he in Operation a, Dumbo Drop.
0: He was in Under Siege.
2: Good. He was an Alien Resurrection.
5: Yep. Yep. He also had a a great role in the uh, great series, fantastic series, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And he. Um, oh, he did. Yes, and um, <clears throat> and then in the uh, spinoff to that, Better Call Saul, he also um re um revived his um role since the bitter call saw is kind of the prequel to breaking yeah. Bad. yeah more recently uh actually just this week uh, it came out that he was going to be cast in the new sons of anarchy spinoff um focused on the mayans oh cool yeah so he's uh and he's a great actor i yeah. remember the first time i remember seeing him Rich, and richard I, brooks I, I, no, Louis No, no so we we've moved on to Raymond Cruz. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, we're uh, we we just blew right past that. Was in, oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe it was. I think it was "Clear and Present Danger" with uh yep. Harrison Ford in the uh, Tom Clancy adapted a movie, and he had a great. I mean, he was almost like a a victim in that movie, and he played. You, I mean, I really. He was a um a uh, Special uh, Forces guy dropped into um, what was it? Was it Nicaragua? Something like he was Columbia. like the only sur- Columbia. He was like and the only survivor the of his team, yep. wasn't he? And he, his team, his, he was the sole survivor. Yep. And, um, and 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 he, he just kind of played just a uh, kind of a tragic role. Great. I mean, that's the first time I saw him. Just really enjoyed him as an actor there. But he uh, was, he but was
3: great in that movie, by the
5: way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was. But anything <clears throat> he does. He really, I I think he puts his heart into it. Really good actor, and in this one, he, he 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 kind of was a kind of a badass in this. He just had a persona about him that I really enjoyed. Yeah, so did Luis
0: Guzmán, and he's been in a ton of movies too, and TV. He's movies. in a
3: TV series now, I think. Right now, uh, oh, I can't think. Is uh, oh, he, he's actually on every you know once a week right now. Yeah, he's, he's no, been there. Luis in, um,
2: Guzman is a really hard-working actor, and he has been in a whole lot yep. of major movies. I mean, yeah. I, I can start rattling him off, but, I mean, they're all out there. Yeah, Carlito's and, uh, way. I mean, he's, been, he's been out there a long, long time. So if, if you don't know who Luis Guzman is, if you see him and you, you know, once you know his name and his voice, you'll recognize him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so is William Forsythe. That's the other guy in the in in this the foursome that backs Berenger up. And most recently, he was in The Rock that we reviewed.
3: Well, William Forsythe was in Extreme Prejudice with Booth Powers, and I think in Nick Nolte, which, by the way, is probably a man cave movie. Uh, and that was before Forsythe had lost about uh, eighty pounds. Uh, and he, he's skinny down significantly. And this movie was like, the, I think the first movie I saw him skinny down and he's been kind of skinny since then. But, you know, I mean, to me, he was probably did some of the best acting in the movie, uh, playing the, uh, you know, I need a hemi role, uh, <laughs> or it's a, it's a hemi role, uh, from the guy that uh, the. the TV commercials just a few years ago, and you know, again, it, in the context, of this movie is probably the best acting in the movie. But, uh, but he played the redneck. Uh, you know, he, he pulled two guns, tried to shoot guys down when you know a machine gun or a rifle would probably have been the appropriate armament. No, you know, but it, you know, Mark, it was in the script, so I understand right. that. Uh, but, uh, but no, I love that guy. But he he played.
2: He played. It's a Hemi guy in the movie.
0: Yep, yep.
2: And then let's talk for a second about Ernie Hudson because I mentioned him earlier. Yes. how oh, this was kind of a is outside his normal range for back in those days. Wouldn't you guys agree?
3: I, honestly, Ken, I don't know what Hudson did since Ghostbusters. I mean, he's been in basically B movies since then, in my opinion. Well, he's, you correct, correct me.
1: Congo. I mean, I saw him in Congo.
0: He was bad uh, movie. He was in The Crow. Yeah. Steve, you and I reviewed that movie. Which one? The Crow.
1: Oh, yeah. He was the cop in The Crow. Yeah, yeah. he was the cop in The Crow. Wow. Bad
4: that's,
1: movie. That's, 20, that's not a bad movie. You okay. But that's, huh. I mean, that's 20 plus years ago, man.
2: <clears throat> yeah, 94. Well, I mean, you guys would agree. I mean, in general, he was seen as a good guy sort of character actor back then. Yep. And to cast him yep. as the evil puppeteer was kind of a stretch. Yeah, yeah. You
3: have to admit, in this movie, the minute the, the first scene you saw him in, you're like, that dude's a bad guy. Something's <laughs> going on here. Right? Did they not just like telegraph that? In the movie. Well,
0: consider the level of the plot we're dealing with here. Piss poor. But I thought, you know, again, not to take anything away from Ernie Hudson, I don't know what you guys thought, but I mean, I I, I thought he gave a good performance as the malevolent bad guy who acted like the caring principal that he really wasn't. The do-gooder, but he really wasn't. And I thought you know, Ernie as an actor, I thought Ernie Hudson did a good job in this movie, and I think he enjoyed that role, too, because he's been typically cast as a good guy or the good character
3: sidekick. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'll go ahead, Steve.
1: And 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 I think Mark, I think a lot of the actors that are typecasted, kind of like he is, you know, because we always remember him as. You know, Winston Zeddemore from, uh, <laughs> so, you know, he, I mean, the guy's typecast and you have to admit, Yep. and for him to play this role obviously was probably a fun break for him because I've heard a lot of actors say it's always fun to play the bad guy. Um, so yeah, and you could tell he definitely enjoyed this one. I mean, uh, you know, you could really, in the part where it just kind of cracked me up and again, jumping ahead, um. On the scene, but you could really see it. Remember when they were when they thought Shale had been killed? Yeah, <laughs> the guy on the and taps, and everybody's like, you know, crestfallen at. And he's like, he's got his feet up <laughs> on the table and he's reading the newspaper. He's like, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I mean, you could see he was having a good time with the role.
0: So, yeah, yeah, oh, what spider, or did you knock your beer over?
1: No. Nope. Spider. Well, I mean, Spider. I most people. No, I got. No, I was. I got it. <laughs>
0: Did it got for me, a sword?
3: Um, back, back to an earlier statement I made. I mean, these actors are—they they are ultimately particularly character actors. They're yeah. working stiffs. They really are. And you know, you you take the job that you got, and I respect that. I really do. Yeah. And Hudson. You know he he's not done he's not been a headliner, you know since Ghostbusters literally, and he did he 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 read the script he did he and he read it well. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: I think he had fun with it. He knew what he got. Well, and take advantage. Uh, of About it.
3: any actor would tell you it's a hell of a lot more fun to play the villain than it is the hero.
0: Yep. Well, speaking of which, let's talk. There's three other actors I want to touch on before we move off. Um, actor slash singer. Mm. Mark Anthony as the. <laughs> what? Mark mm-hmm. Anthony, the student gangbanger. One,
5: uh, one of J-Lo's many
3: husbands, I believe. Yeah, he's he's married well, apparently several times.
0: Yeah. He's been in another good Man Cave movie we should review, Man on Fire.
2: I've been Did trying to get us to do Man no, on Fire.
0: No, we should.
3: The oh, dark movie. Man, that's our movie to watch.
0: But yeah, the well, end the funny, is bad. The funny
3: thing in this movie is his role was, you know, he was the leader of the, of the, uh, the gang, uh, the KOD or whatever their name was.
0: Yeah, Kens of Destruction.
3: And all I ever saw him do is drive a car. I mean, he drove the drug car to, to deliver, and but nonetheless, other than trying to kill, you know, they they killed the the one teacher who tried to climb up a goddamn
2: rope.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it my escape route. I'm going to. Climb. I'm like, I'm like, dude, what the hell was uh, that? I just pro- was like, who
3: wrote this? <laughs> yeah, probably probably not going to work. <laughs> just 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 a suggestion. <laughs>
5: You know I'm they could climb can... up the rope to the skylight. Yep. Right. And I I'm mean, cut through the roof.
3: You know, I was the quickest kid to crawl up a rope in junior <laughs> high school, but you know what? If somebody's gonna you know, has guns and knives, <laughs> I'm probably screwed. Just, just well, the saying. say
5: The best part: another guy totally outdid him to the top. Yeah, and then took a knife stabbed <laughs> and stabbed hand. Well, that was... That was, that was Mark, Mark Anthony, Anthony or whatever his
3: name was. Juan Lucas
0: for Lackus.
3: By the way, that's his claim to fame. He's married a lot of hot chicks. Yes, well, he has. Well, Actually, I would argue they're not hot, but nonetheless, he's married a lot of very prominent uh, and very successful they're, chicks.
2: They're hot enough. Okay. It's so, a
3: relative thing. Speaking but of women... Also,
2: I'm just going to make a point that... I'm uh, a
3: married man. I would never... Consider that.
2: Ken, what I'm, I'm Ken, what's your dude, point? I can say what I want. No, I'll just say that this is this movie was full of the the tropish common thing you have. You think when Hollywood does a, a high school movie, <laughs> they tend to cast like twenty-five year olds to yep. play the seventeen year olds.
3: Hollywood always does though. True. They they always do that.
2: Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's a trope and that's what they do. They can't help themselves. No. Well, because well, if you well, cast a whole bunch of like 15 year olds, all of a sudden they can't act and <clears throat> they have no experience and they're pimply faced and their voice cracks. And who wants to look at that?
3: I may go on a political rant about Hollywood here anytime, Martin, cut me off. But uh, don't worry. This movie could not be made today. I don't think. Oh,
1: no, he's no, right, and I know no. exactly
3: where he's going. It, it is so stereotypical. Yep, yep. And so, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to try to keep it some publishable or writable or speakable, but you could not do this movie today. And yet, and yet, the guys that probably made this movie today are screaming and ranting and raving about how we stereotype people or how we treat, you know, or how we are all racist and, you know, anti-this and anti-that. I'm like, dudes, you made this movie. And by the way, the only difference between me and you is I watched it, you got paid for it. <laughs> you got paid to make this movie.
0: Okay. Um-
3: and... I'm sorry. No, that's, stop, and,
0: but... and, and I think I think you've made your point, and that's great. And we've got two more. I just want to keep moving because we've got two more actors I want to touch on for everybody. The, the female lead, who we have featured in two other movies, gentlemen, Diane Venora, Jane Hetzko, who played the girlfriend and teacher who gets mugged and starts this whole thing. Uh, she was the female lead in this movie. We've featured her in Heat and the Thirteenth Warrior.
3: Mm-hmm. She was some Queen something Verona or whatever in Thirteenth. I don't remember. Her. Yep. I just remember the blonde chick. What yep. the heck was, oh, she, she was she? was in, the in
1: there. Yeah. Yeah,
3: she was.
0: Yeah, but um, I mean, you
1: saw for you saw her for about thirty seconds.
0: Yeah, and then she. Well, played. she was
2: also in Wolfen, which was a eighty <laughs> schlocky horror movie yep. too, which actually did pretty well. An then, I'm bad. sorry. She,
3: she was not good in this movie. My personal opinion.
1: And Honestly, she was, she's not good in pretty much anything
0: she's in. She wasn't good in Heat either. She was one of the weaker parts of Heat. As Al Pacino's girlfriend.
3: I mean, she she had the uh, apparently the the great cast uh, coat hanger sex scene in this movie, which is I'm like, this is not <clears throat> even anywhere close to an interesting scene here. Let's just get this over with. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean seriously I'm, I'm watching this I'm like please let's just move along move along close your eyes move along that was you know, awful who wrote yeah,
1: that the thing is, she's not unattractive I mean she's not a bad looking woman but there's just I don't know what it's her voice and the other thing is is that when she laughs it sounds like a man laughing
5: yeah it she has a man's voice and yeah. she has a terrible haircut Oh, it's there's a, a reason cut. she's
3: showing up about every five years on, you know, one episode of a TV series. I'm sorry.
2: So I'm basically picking up. It, I mean, I remember back when I watched Seinfeld, and you had the episode about the women who had man hands. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying she's got the man voice, and that just makes her irredeemable.
5: Anybody that has a deeper voice than I do. Uh, she's. she's
2: Richard Books had more sexual interest
3: to me than she did, but, you know, that's uh, just me, but whatever.
5: Okay. Um,
0: hey, Mark. Uh, yeah. Which,
3: is which, by the way, is a negative 20.
0: Okay. I, I, there's one other actor I want to touch on. Thank you, Brian, for that you insight. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to keep it moving. Um, one other is Clifty Young, also known as I, I Eat Lots of Fiber, and it keeps me regular until I poop my pants. <laughs>
3: I'll have some comments about him later.
0: Well, comment on him now, because we're talking about him. That's my
3: closing comment. But, hey, Richard, uh, he he actually has... I think he's kind of made a career. He made a career. I'm not sure what he's doing right now. But just playing kind of like guys you don't like.
0: The douchebag role.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. He's been in a lot of TV lately. He does a lot of TV nowadays. Lately? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got... Let's see. 2016, he was in a some TV series, and he was in Bob and Grey's Anatomy. He played he, he, he
2: plays he dicks.
0: A, well, he play and he played a dick in the movie Glory. He played the colonel who commanded.
2: I, I was about to say that. He, oh, wow. Yeah.
0: yeah, he played he that, that colonel of the. Was just
2: a douchebag that like was you know oh. sitting there with all of his plunder. Yep. He had a big floppy <clears throat>
0: yeah. douchebag hat reenactor douchebag hat well
3: he he is god he has been doing movies forever
0: oh yeah oh yeah but i thought well i mean i thought he was fine. again i I
3: would i would tell everybody to keep in mind that a lot of these guys that play I'll, i'll use the word douchebags that have made a career playing douchebags are some of the nicest best actors ever you know, based on their body build and their face and whatever, that's the rules they get. Yep. And and they do it, but they're actually a lot of them are just fantastic actors. And on a personal level, you you read you read the stuff the, uh, about the people who surround them and you know are on stage with them and they are like, this guy was wonderful and we were so glad to be around him and he he kept us cracking up all the time. But they always play douchebags. Yep. Just, so that's Hollywood.
0: So, is there anybody else? Any other actors? Anyone wants to touch on? Only once, twice. Sold. All right, we'll move oh, on to I, the. Next. I
3: I love the uh, librarian. I thought she. Uh, All
0: right, right. Who was the guy who got killed? Which one?
3: Oh well. No, the the, the teacher that got killed.
4: Oh the,
0: oh.
3: The, the arts and drama teacher, which I'm like, oh, the arts and drama teacher got killed. Hooray! But nonetheless, um. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're 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 talking about Glenn Plummer, Mr. Daryl Sherman.
3: Which by the way, he was he was like second, third, fourth on the on the the uh the listings when the the when it scrolled down originally in a movie. He was kind of a lead.
0: Well, it, he also made a bad choice of trying to escape by climbing up
3: a rope and died. So. Well, Mark Mark, there. it was in the script. It was in the script. <laughs>
0: Then the script. And and just like that, I have a script, and we're moving on to trivia. And the beautiful <laughs> thing about this movie is there's only two pieces of trivia. <laughs> One, the movie was shot during the summer months, and kids enrolled in summer classes were extras on the film. Free Papa John's pizza was served to anyone who would stay after school. And if you notice, there's a scene where the Papa John's truck is pulled up. Yep.
2: yep. Yep. No anchovies. No anchovies. That's a lot
1: of kids in summer school. Well, you cool. know, now, Papa John's loads. is not
2: great pizza, but I would hang around for some Papa John's. If you're a high no. school student, you'd take that bet.
5: Well, if you're yeah, if you're high school, if you're a college student, you'll oh, take yeah. that. But the minute you graduate, you're like, no, I'm done with Papa
2: John's.
5: Mm-hmm. A a thing I'll point out is back in the
2: day when I was in law school. Anytime they had some guest speaker coming in, they always Briefly. said, you know, we're having like, you know, Thurgood Marshall appearing and pizza. <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> because, like, no matter what the speaker was, it'd be like, well, we got to have pizza here because, you know, these dumbass cheapskate law students, they'll show up for anything if you feed them pizza.
5: Pizza and Subways. Yep. There's that. Yep. They couldn't give us beer, but if they did, they'd have better.
3: Just saying, you give me free food, I'm there.
2: (laughs) Having said that, I went to many a speaker for that free pizza.
3: Yep.
0: So, one more uh, item of trivia, and then we'll move on from trivia. Uh, Tom Behringer's character explains to the class he's teaching about his services and experiences in Vietnam. Behringer played a sergeant, Barnes, in the Vietnam movie, Platoon. Ten years earlier, which we reviewed, and
3: he kind of had. Is is that is that in in Korea?
0: Yeah, it's in Korea, (laughs) right? Yes,
3: that's over there by Bangladesh.
0: Yeah, Bangladesh and Pakistan somewhere. Straight out of the movie, right? All right, moving on. Today, gentlemen, is a high holy day in the man cave movie review universe. It's. National Bear
2: Beer
5: day. day. So, with that Repeat said, that. I, I heard a... a I, uh, guard beer, beer Day? Sorry. It's National Beer Day. National or, Beer Day. Or the day
3: John Rickles died, which is a high holy day for me.
0: No. Today's a... It's a high holy day in the man cave world. It's National Beer Day. So, we have to discuss, brother, what you drinking? Jeff, do you wish to kick off hot National well, Beer the, Day?
5: Oh. <clears throat> um, I grabbed for a can in the refrigerator and Grabbed a, uh, grabbed what uh, we like to call here locally as a Wee Mac. Oh, Sun King. Well, Sun King Wee Mac, uh, friend of ours, <clears> twelve <throat> pack over the other day to give to me because she <clears throat> thought I, or she bought it for her husband and he didn't like it and she wanted to get rid of it. So either way, I became the. Happy recipient of some Song King wemac So here's to, gentlemen, National Beer Day.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? All right. Stop pushing buttons, Jeff.
5: Sorry.
3: <laughs> nice music, man. <clears throat>
4: All
5: right. I think I got the iron. Here. <laughs> Sorry.
0: God, Steve, I feel <laughs> your pain.
5: So- so, so here's the deal. Booker, I, I, got, the <laughs> I. <laughs> got the game on. here.
3: Booker. And you don't. You, and you don't have ten people floating around you yelling at you all the time either. I,
5: here's the thing. I put them all to bed. All right, and then I come <laughs> down here to the cave and I and I get going. But here's here's the thing. I since since I you know became the de facto backup to the backup to the backup for this podcast. I, um, I, I cannot <laughs> run my sa- anything, sound <laughs> or anything, games or whatever, um, without having this damn virtual or this voice meter activated. I mean, yes. I could. Oh, yeah, you have to run that's it the whole time.
1: That's your sound card now.
5: Yeah. I, I understand that now. I understand that. I didn't understand that before. Now I understand <laughs> it. And because it's my damn sound card, anything I do on this computer... Because Mark is running it on his end too, captures everything <laughs> that I'm doing on my end. Yeah, just be happy I'm not pulling up clips or anything and sabotaging this podcast. That's so, what do you do at, on your end? So, oh well my uh, my phone is. Um, is keyed into, uh, or I have my phone hooked up to my computer to recharge it, and so um, I have a, a a ganky cord here, and so it kind of comes and goes in connectivity, and when it does that, it, it registers and it doesn't register, and it goes back and forth, and that's what you're hearing is the little chiming for when it's connected, disconnected, connected, disconnected. Thanks, Nothing Brian.
3: you have said makes any sense
5: to me with my okay. phone. Okay, okay, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about right now. All right, and All right.
0: Hey, but, but before you go, be, because you team me up for Steve, Steve, because he's drinking a Wee Mac, if it's...
1: Actually, what I'm drinking right now, this is a surprise, I'm no. drinking
0: a Yeenling. Jesus Christ, no! I... I lead it with you! I throw a softball across the plate!
5: You know, a Wee Mac is a Scottish ale, Steve. Oh, They're... yes, I've oh, got that's... a tea up now. I got the little T now in front of you, alright? Well ying ying is a yingling dude. Shut AM? up, Brian. Just <laughs> shut up. Oh. You're oh,
3: ruining shit, a bit. Sorry.
0: Just shut up.
3: <laughs> Just cut cut it it up. <laughs> Zip it. I don't know shit about Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop. Stop. Ooh,
4: Michael, it. Michaels, it up. Mike, right. Shut up! Michaels!
0: I swear to God. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. How did you do 200 episodes? How in God's holy name did you do 200 episodes? You know,
1: it, it's just... It, it's...
5: <laughs> <laughs> all that is holy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because 185 of them didn't have Brian in them.
5: Uh, in the podcast sainthood <laughs> Steve Michaels <laughs> should be in the next class uh-huh. I don't know Okay, I don't know how oh, Get, getting right.
0: this podcast um, Jeff what were you drinking again?
5: <laughs> oh thanks Mark I am drinking from Sun King their um, Scottish Ale also known as the Wee Mac Steve? Scottish Ale What what does that remind S- you of?
1: Oh my God! If it's a
4: Scottish clap,
2: finally, oh my God. and take twelve.
0: Okay, I, now um, I know what Gru feels like dealing with minions. I swear to God. My God.
5: Mark, that's obscure to the. I swear, I swear to
3: God, I thought they knew
2: anything.
5: We don't know Indiana.
3: Barely, it's a big deal,
5: right? It just
3: God. I, I'm shutting off until Steve is done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Adios. Steve, Steve, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs>
6: All right, all right, push
0: the button. Thank you.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this uh, podcast
5: will go down in infamy. Oh <laughs> I think your hazing has just begun. <laughs> Steve, what are you drinking? Yes, okay, your turn. It's yeah, it's your turn. turn. Oh, okay. yeah. I am, I am <laughs> drinking
1: Yingling, a traditional lager that mm. just was recently introduced to the fine state of Indiana From the fine state of Pennsylvania, the birthplace of my dear and lovely wife, just so you know. So uh, I got a a 12-pack times five sitting in the (laughs) uh, garage right now.
0: Yingling is great. I I don't want to call it cheap, but it's it's great American basic beer. Yes. It would go with Steve's summer
2: of shitty beers. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> that. It, it it's above that. It's above I had, that. I, had, I, had, I, I was able to score some Yingling a couple years ago and it's yeah, pretty good it, stuff. It's a, so it's a Steve a a, a Steve
5: could have spin off. It would be the summer of mildly shitty beers. How's okay. that? All right. All right. That's it. All right. Car keys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I look all I had to say is I understand this is America's longest brewery and because of that, they've had plenty of time to get their shit together and make something <laughs> worth drinking. All right. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. Steve, go on. All right. Ying The way Pennsylvania is not that far away. How, what the hell is going on over there that they can't figure out how to drive a state over to get Aren't, it here?
1: Oh, actually, it's, it's a couple of states over. There's like yeah. Ohio, like a big yeah. one in between yeah. of us. First, and yeah. there's part of like West Virginia.
5: Okay. First of all, West Virginia, not a small state. Okay? A state yeah. Not a big state. Second of all, Ohio. You know what? We're talking four hours, alright? It, it took them a hundred years to figure out how to drive four you know, it, hours. You know what? I'm blown, girls! Girls! Into, girls! I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. Steve, what you're, were you're, you saying? I'm
2: sorry. Little
0: Miss Sunshine. Ohio
2: and Pennsylvania are awful big states to drive across. That's all I can say. I,
0: I Steve, I, I like England as well. It's, it's a good cheap American beer.
1: Is that called damning with faint praise? Um, Go I, on, Mark. Just, of, yes. just keep,
0: right, I'll I'm keep I'm moving,
1: but Yeah, fine. All right. Got it. You know what? If I had feelings, they'd be hurt.
0: Uh, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but Jeff is, evidently.
1: <sighs> you, know, you know what? <laughs> Jeff's dead. He just doesn't know it
5: yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting my shots in before. <laughs> Before the coup de gras. Yeah.
0: Before he shows up at 3 a.m. at your house, wakes your kids up and leaves. All right, Ken, what are you drinking?
2: Me? Uh-huh.
0: You're the only what one that can What do you think I'm drinking? Vanilla vodka and Diet Coke. Were you drinking anything? Well, we'll get to that with catching up with Ken. Okay. All right. So, Brian. Jeff, I swear um, to God, unplug uh, your iPhone. Am I on? You're on now. If Jeff will stop dicking around with his iPhone. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I, I'm not drinking anything. It's my official report. <laughs> I'm surrounded by many people, and I've had eye surgery, so I'm not drinking anything. Okay. So there.
0: You are drinking nothing.
3: Nothing
2: nothing.
3: <laughs> All right. Keeping in my best John Banner imitation. Or actually Colonel Clink.
2: Colonel Clink. No, that would be Sergeant Schultz. I don't
3: know. Who
2: was John Banner? Thank John you. John Banner was Sergeant Schultz.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was.
2: Barter right. Klumperer was Colonel Oh, it was, it was uh, Colonel Clink. Yes. And
0: so la- there you go.
1: lastly Adios.
0: Steve, you'll I'm staying in the theme of what, uh, what uh, Jeff, was Jeff was drinking. National Beer Day. I'm drinking a um, Three Floyds beer, Necron Ninety Nine. Oh, a Scot- nice! A Scotch style ale. So, because
2: Steve,
1: because it was a scottish clap.
2: Yeah. Well, for what it's worth, one of my coworkers we had a job assignment up in the region yesterday and I was talking to him today and he was just all depressed because he got up there and he asked one of the, you know, our people go like, okay, where's, where's three Floyds. I got to go to three Floyds and get me some beer. And the guy's going like, oh, it's way the hell over it. You know, I forget where it's at. But he found out, like, yeah, the region is a big place, and just because you're in the region, it doesn't mean that you can easily go to Three Floyds. Right. And
1: yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a trek, and I, uh, God, I mean, I love it up there, but man, pain in the ass to get to.
0: Yep. So that's what I'm drinking, and as always, Three Floyds. It's an amazing beer, named after an obscure character in an obscure movie. So, so there you have it, gentlemen. And now we're moving on to catching up with Ken.
2: I've got actually a fairly busy schedule to report. Uh, A couple of Fridays ago, a friend of mine threw herself a birthday party. We started out at the Oliver Winery downtown. Then we moved down the street to Bangkok, uh, obviously a Thai restaurant. I'd never had Thai fried chicken or Thai fried rice before. And I was expecting something like Chinese chicken fried rice. But, you know, the Thai put spices in their stuff. And I was kind of like disgusting the other party goers because the sweat running off my brow and matting my hair had to be dealt with. But nonetheless, it was a fun night. Uh, the following night, two Saturdays back, I had my regular bar of the month gathering And we did that at the Craft Street Bar, which is a new addition to the north side. It's up by uh, Clearwater. Uh, And as a matter of fact, Brian and his beautiful wife, Sheila, were there. Anything to say, Brian?
3: We had a wonderful time. And uh, you have many, many, many great friends. And uh, it it was
2: a fun time. It was a blast. What did you think of that, uh, the, the pizza pot pie? Pizza pot pie was fantastic,
3: um, even though it did not help me in my current uh, you know, uh, efforts to lose weight. Uh, I particularly adore, enjoyed the disco music. As you know, I'm a great, great lover of disco music. Uh, that you and
2: Sheila and One other who was the other lady that danced with you guys. That was Nuria. Yes. Yeah, I will make a point to you guys. I tried to get Brian out to dance to the disco tunes, but he wouldn't do it. As a Wayland Jennings and
3: Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash fan, I just was just I just couldn't
2: go there. Sorry. I I I didn't (laughs) press you. I sympathized. I understood. (laughs) uh after that weekend uh i went monday we had a business uh, a hold it i got a a business quote air quote meeting at metazoa uh the brewery brew pub right by my house or what am i saying by my house by my office and uh hung out with a bunch of folks from work metazoa is a fine place Very pet-friendly. I think I've mentioned that before. Uh, The following Friday, last Friday, was very noteworthy because I went to the symphony. And uh, not only was I at the symphony, I was at the symphony because I had gotten word that Steve Michaels and his beautiful wife, Deb, were going. And I thought, what the hell? I'll go, too. But the weird thing about it was, Mark... Yes. You were once employed by the symphony, were you not? I was in charge of fundraising for the symphony for a number of years. Would you agree that the symphony is a big venue?
0: Well, the hall's small, but the symphony is a huge um, player in the arts community in Indianapolis.
2: Okay, well, I, I will tell you that I went out on their website, I bought a ticket at random. Just pick the ticket, just give me a ticket at random well, I should say and when I got there, who was I sitting next to? But Steve and Deb. So Steve, tell them about the symphony. Well, <laughs> the, the symphony
1: was great. We were we were kind of shocked and surprised because uh, uh, you know Ken bought a ticket at the last minute, and at the time Deb bought these tickets, uh, you know the the concert was like pretty much close to being sold out. And um, and I think I mentioned it on the last show, <clears throat> or it may have been pre-show. Uh, Ken was like, "I I'm interested in that, uh, you know, because the, they're doing all the sci-fi stuff. Get a ticket." And I said, "Boy, if you're gonna do it, do it now because it's gonna be a sold-out show." And uh, next thing you know, the uh, the lights are dimming. We're like, "Okay, where do we have to go sit?" And we were looking at our tickets, and I don't know. I was like 205. Deb was 206, and. Ken was like 204, so he was right next to me, just out of the blue. How did that happen?
5: Did anybody do the finite math on that possibility? Well, and just as
1: – Jeff, I don't know. I was going to actually text you and ask you to run the numbers, but I thought, eh, you know what. Well, no, I can tell you
5: video. the Hall – It would actually take five minutes and try to do it. Hey, That's Jeff. The kind of, yes? Jeff, the Hall holds <laughs> 18 <That's> – Actually, <laughs> astronomically, mathematically – impossible
2: well the hall is an 1800 seat hall yeah so, Again, yeah, do the math do the math what are the odds that a, a seat at random is going to be next to any two particular right. seats uh, and but I having f- said that steve tell them about the show the acts the music the pre-show entertainment well, I'll tell you what,
1: the uh, the show is really good. Uh, I have not been... Well, I, I take that back. I have been to the uh, Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra before, uh, mostly, obviously, with uh, uh, Herr Lieutenant uh, Slover over there leading the uh, uh, the color guard when we used to do um, uh, the Fourth of July. They played a lot of stuff from Gettysburg and a lot of patriotic songs. But I'd never actually been to... Uh, uh, the Hobart Circle Theater to listen to a concert, but they did all these uh, different uh, sci-fi uh, renditions. The vast majority of it was Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, they did one thing which was very enjoyable, was a uh, just a real quick rendition of... Uh, sci-fi themes from like the 50s 60s and 70s all throughout and they were playing all this stuff which was cool because you could hear people like chuckling and laughing which one's this which one's that hell they played the Jetsons so there you go that was that was pretty awesome and I will say one thing that was uh was very good and I I don't know if we even mentioned on the podcast before but they did a very 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 good tribute to uh
0: Carrie Fisher
2: did they yeah.
0: Oh, that's uh, nice.
2: They're they're cool. this. And they had Jonathan Frakes uh, yeah. Commander Riker from Star Trek as the narrator. Nice. Actually there?
5: Yes. Yeah, it's the a- yes, there. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool.
2: Yeah. So it was now, a- that was a very fun night. Now those guys, it was a date night for them. So I was on my own. I'd been up in Peru, Indiana for some client meetings, so I came back. Stopped off at the 1933 bar, which is, you know, a part of and above St. Elmo's. Uh, had some of their delicious filet sliders and Gouda mac and cheese. And their uh, Elmo's Cola, which is a vanilla infused bourbon and Diet Coke. Uh, and then I also went down to... uh no, she was Nikki Blaine's, which I hadn't been into for a while. I had to kill some time, so if you're down by the Circle here in Indianapolis, Nikki Blaine's is a is an old school cigar bar down by the Symphony, right across the street. So I went there and had a few drinks while I hung out. Uh, following up the following night, I went to back to Craft Street for my friend Amy's uh, birthday. And had a bunch of people, all sorts of people there. Uh, had a fun time there at Craft Street. Uh, for you guys on the north side, if you haven't been to Craft Street and you want to go to someplace kind of cool, check it out. I mean, Brian, you, you enjoyed it, didn't you?
3: Yes, I did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a fun place. Good menu. And then finally, the last spot I stopped off was tonight. Before I got here, I left work. I went to, as you guys know, the Brass Ring Tavern. And I hung out there and had drinks and supper and talked to various people and had a good time. You had a full can't
1: day. can't tell Dawn we're going to have a tattoo
2: um, show next time. I'm coming down. Dawn will kick your ass, Steve, in the tattoo department. Down. Really? Oh, oh she, I think you saw a little bit of that. Dawn is... A very attractive, very fun uh, woman, and uh, she does have a few tattoos on her. Well, I got a few more. All right. Well, like I, uh, I keep saying, if you guys ever want to go down to the brass ring some Friday before the podcast, I'm game to host that, so... Yeah, Ken, I'm perfectly happy
3: to beat you at the brass sometime, and I'm sure you could show me around.
2: Oh hi. Uh, <laughs> All right. You well, know, Ian, all right. just if so you we... know, I'd be happy to, but there are no poles at the Brass Ring. So you're not down on Southeastern Avenue?
3: Okay. Uh, um, a- um, a thanks, Ken, thanks,
2: establishment, but Ken, let's move on Ken, with
0: the movie review. Thanks for the update, and um, we'll downshift to um, the top ten movies. Ken, are you ready? I am. The top ten movies of 1996.
2: I exist to serve. Uh, Going back to 1996, some of these I saw. is actually not a bad year for Man Cave movies. At number ten, a movie featuring Arnold. And Steve and the rest of you, I think, would all agree that any movie in the 90s that had Arnold Schwarzenegger qualifies as a Man Cave movie. Would that not be
5: true? Absolutely. Yes. And it was generally poorly <laughs> acted. Yes. I'm sorry. What was the qualifier? I'm sorry, I missed that.
2: In the 1990s, if a movie had Arnold Schwarzenegger, it was probably at least meeting the minimal qualities to be a Man Cave movie.
5: Um, there is a 1 in 72nd chance that it wasn't. Which would that be? That would be... The um twins. Oh. With Danny DeVito, point. yes.
3: You know, got I mean I, I never saw it, but, but DeVito can generally make a movie by himself, but not in that case, apparently. Just
5: saying. Never well, saw it.
2: This one, uh, this particular movie at number ten was Eraser.
5: Which yeah, was I not only yeah. featured
2: all of Schwarzenegger. But it had Vanessa Williams, James Khan, uh, James Coburn, uh Robert You know Patrick what? Kelly, Jimmy James Coburn Robwell. Jimmy Coburn is awesome.
5: You know, Brian, I agree. I almost want to go on like a binge watching spree of some of his stuff. Yeah, I you don't should. think enough of his movies. I going movie all the
3: way back to the sixties. Have you seen his Flint movies, which are fun? Yeah, no, in like Flint. There were the Flint movies in like Flint. and There was one other. They were kind of a comedic uh, take off on Bond and they were fun. Well, Coburn was totally cool in the 60s.
0: So was Matt Helm.
3: That and Matt Helm. Yeah, but but you know, Dean Martin wasn't an actor. Coburn was, but yeah. He he, he got the, you know, Coburn was looking at it with a wink. Yeah. Uh,
2: but, Having said right. all that, Keep my moving. grandmother babysat Dean Martin. My grandmother did not babysit James Coburn. So which
3: but which you're. by the way, Martin was from Youngstown, Ohio, and he was kind of the kind of a rat pack sort of guy. But, you know, he was not a New York guy. He was a Youngstown,
2: Ohio guy, interestingly yeah. enough. Actually, you got a point there. How did James Coburn not wind up in the rat pack?
3: No, he was he
2: was an actor. Those guys
3: were singers and... Almost everybody in Rat Pack, except for Joy Bishop, I think, was a singer.
2: Yeah, they were singers and enter- stage entertainers. Yeah, yeah they were, they're were Vegas guys. Yeah. Well, moving on. Uh, at number nine was a movie that made a lot of money. Made a lot of money. As a matter of fact, the lead actor in this movie was renowned for saying show me the money
3: Jerry Maguire
2: Jerry Maguire the big date flick of 1996
3: god that wasn't a good year then
2: (laughs) moving on at number 8 actually the original with the great Jerry Lewis was better and that would be the Eddie Murphy version of the nutty professor
3: yeah I've said this before. Even the original
2: sucked. (laughs) Sorry. Moving on. I like the original. I saw the original at the Irving Theater right down the street from me when I was like 13. So like, what the hell? Uh, Next. We have, I mean, and this is a movie which I thought was a pretty solid movie, but like you never see it anymore. It's a Mel Gibson movie, Ransom, with Rene Russo and Gary Sinise. That's not a bad movie. No. I love no.
3: Sinise. Anything Sinise is usually pretty decent. he's That's good. a Ron Howard directed no, I don't movie. Why
2: you don't? It never gets any play anymore. But Ransom is a solid movie.
5: Yeah, it is. At, I've seen it. I don't have any reason not to see it. I've just, I, and I think I remember the cover. It's like him sitting on a couch or something, staring like at out, out towards you. Is that right, or something like that? Uh,
2: like I, I forget exactly what he was doing in the poster, but yeah. All right.
6: I mean, it's just it
2: was like Mel Gibson staring at you. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, at number six, the live action version of one hundred and one Dalmatians with Jeff Close and or Glenn Close and Jeff Daniels. That too. <laughs> Glenn Close playing the
5: evil Cruella <laughs> De who oh. wants to kill puppies. I mean, you know, she she was almost, I mean, like born for that role. Yep. Only from the only from the pictures that I saw. Of, of, of you know, the promotion pictures. I mean, she just seemed to really embody that role. And and after well, seeing her in a Fatal Attraction, I get kind of why. I mean,
3: yeah. close, close is she's a lot of sharp angles. I mean, you
5: know, visually.
3: And she's could be cartoonish as, as regards
2: that. Yeah, and as she went through the movie, she was cartoonish. I mean, it was, it was basically just the cartoon what the, like, early 60s cartoon turned into a 90s movie. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. As a matter of fact, somebody in my office, somebody on the floor above me, has a Cruella Deville doll that they have decorating their cubicle. I mean, if you walk down this particular section of a, the cubicle nest upstairs, Corella de is staring at you the whole time, so...
3: I would suggest that on your next invitation that you you might invite my myself and my lovely wife that you might not invite that person
2: no. just, a, just a suggestion I I don't know who it is, so I don't bother uh, the next movie is an animated movie it's a Disney movie, it's The Hunchback of Notre Dame The Bove The Bove Sorry. It, it's a Disney movie. It's right. solid. It's okay. Moving on. Charles well,
3: Charles Lautner, as I recall, in the original movie, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yes. At number long. four, a movie which has to be recognized as a man cave movie because we reviewed it not long ago. As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly... Brian made the comment that if he ever had to die, he was told he was going to be dead in the near future. <laughs> he would say, play this movie because it'll two buy hours me time. Of this movie sounds like, seems like 10 hours of normal life. It's a rock. The rock. <laughs> right and you'll never have to. With Sean Connery, Nick Cage, and Ed Harris. And you the- know, one, one of the things that, one of the things,
3: you know, uh, that will give make me give a big downgrade for a movie is if you <laughs> piss away great actors. And in the case of the movie we're reviewing right now, not a lot of great actors. One, maybe. But that movie had tons of them and they pissed it away and it just pissed me off as well.
2: Sorry. I'm I done. I respect your opinion. Uh, no, I'm going to make a statement. This does not rise, in your opinion, to King Arthur ish or Deep Blue Sea ish levels of suckitude. Damn but close. But nonetheless, it still sucks. It's, it's damn close. Okay. I'm moving on. Moving on. At number three. This is a movie which I've commented before, uh, I think it's worth noting. To this day, the the series kicked off by this movie is still making bank and keeping us entertained. And that would be the original Mission Impossible film with Tom Cruise. First one wasn't
0: that good, but some of the follow-ups are really well done.
2: I've never seen
5: any of them. Number Two th- was terrible. Two was terrible. Three and four two were good. Two was terrible. One was okay, two was terrible, and then it redeemed itself. Yeah, yeah, they they're
2: getting better. The series has gotten better, which is a fluke because those yep. series just quickly suck. Like maybe the Substitute series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: I, I like the Bourne series of movies for the most part, but I can't say that for the
2: Substitute. <laughs> okay, moving on. At number two. I'm looking at this list going like, are you shitting me? (laughs) And number two is... Uh, "Tavister." Bill Paxton (laughs) and Helen Hunt chasing tornadoes. (laughs) Uh,
3: I've said this before. Sheila and I have sat down and watched that movie every time it comes on. Oh,
5: God, it's awful. I... There I, is something glorious about Helen Hunt running around in her tank top. Yeah, I,
3: am not uh, Helen Hunt doesn't do anything for me, but I just like the idea. I mean, I, I grew up in South Carolina, We, could, we, we actually had towns next door to it. I saw a tornado. We got towns next door to us wiped out by tornadoes, and it's just kind of cool.
2: Ken, what's the I'm, number one movie? I think this is debatable, but I was highly entertained by this movie. Jesus, I liked it. I think it would fall into man cave territory. Uh, However, it's also cheesy and schlocky and bad in a whole lot of different ways of its own. But that movie would be Independence Day. (laughs) <laughs> the summer blockbuster hit of 1996. Before I went to law school, it's like everybody went to see Independence Day. As a matter of fact, Mark, I think you and I went
0: we to the did. Clearwater
5: Theater to watch Independence we, Day. It,
0: it was bad.
5: I almost walked out of that
0: movie. <laughs> it was so bad.
5: That and Armageddon. All <look>. In my list of of horribly wretched movies, there is Deep Blue Sea, and then just a little <laughs> bit above it are those two movies. Yep.
2: So that's the are top. Are you saying Randy Quaid did not do an awesome role?
3: Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you trying to get me to, to insert myself here?
0: <laughs> okay, that's the top ten movies.
2: <laughs> that is the top ten movies of 1996.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, thank you, Ken. And now we'll be moving to the Man Cave Movie Review Checklist. First up, <gasps> did anyone go through a window?
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> All right,
5: yeah, we five have guys. on this one. Let's hear it. There's only four guys. They went out the same damn window.
0: So only one broke the window. But we all agree someone went out a window?
5: Uh, about four of them did.
0: <laughs> okay. So that would be a big yes on the checklist. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. So number two.
6: Who knows? Who knows if down there somewhere, perhaps my father's dream will come true one day. Who knows? Who knows if down there somewhere...
0: Sorry. Was there an irrelevant female lead in the movie or role in the movie? That's Barbara Bach from the movie Wait Jeez Island the of the Fishmen <laughs> Would you like to hear it one more time? Sure no. you would. Oh, no, yes,
2: sure I, you I would. Think we need to stick Who please. It? No, i don't Who knows know, it? down, down there somewhere. Bach. Perhaps <laughs>
6: my father's dream will come true
2: so,
0: was there a relevant female role in the movie? <laughs> hey, you guys wanted Barbara Bach.
3: Well, Diane Venora, Verona, or whatever her name was, was critical to the movie. That said, strap a wiggle me, <laughs> I probably could play the role.
4: <laughs> so,
2: Sorry.
0: was there a relevant female in the movie?
3: There I'm had to be a
2: say, female. I'm going to say no, but...
5: She was unimpressive.
3: We I'm are gonna not see,
5: impressed. I'm going to say the opposing mercenary that... Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the TV um, advertisement about himself was... The
0: bitch um, boy?
5: Was, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, I mean, he was quasi built up to be, you know, like this, you know, this badass, but I mean he may have had one of the lamest deaths of, you know, a son of a bitch that deserved to die. Yo, he, ever... he,
3: he's done a lot of work since that movie.
0: Okay, so so he wasn't in the relevant female role, but he might have been a son of a bitch. Speaking of which, thank you, Jeff. Nice segue. Was there? Okay.
5: An SOB in the movie. Son of a bitch must pay. Yeah, Ernie Hudson, you know, I think he got it. You know, he's a son of a bitch, and... I think he did pay. Anyone else?
3: You, you know, I was really impressed when uh, he was leading his mercenary troops into battle, <laughs> and he led the way with a pistol.
2: I'm like, oh, all right. Good for you, dude. <laughs> I thought Mark Anthony was pretty son of a bitchy, and he did pay. Okay.
3: There, there were lots of sons of bitches in this movie. Let's, let's just make this clear. All right. But all right. They all paid. Because okay. it was a cheap-ass movie, and sons-of-bitches paid cheap-ass movies.
0: So, all the drug dealers paid, and they were sons-of-bitches.
3: Oh, yeah. By the way, didn't the one guy play, like, Geronimo or something?
0: No, that was <laughs> Wes Studi. No. no.
3: <clears throat> Wes Studi played Geronimo.
0: Yeah, and that's oh, another...
3: No, 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 oh, no. I think this guy, he was... In, he was he, the the big-time drug dealer was in... I think he was in Geronimo. Oh, he may have been in Geronimo.
2: Oh, but oh seen the, the movie Geronimo.
0: But he didn't play Geronimo. Wes Studi played Geronimo, and, and that's a good man's Yeah, he, movie. he
2: He actually... Well,
3: here's here's a great line. You're shitting me. You gotta be shitting me. I don't care who he is. When you hang up, kill him. That was a quote. <laughs> uh, and By the way, I did it much better than he did.
5: Okay. Because, <laughs> now, like, question. Was that guy... Yeah,
3: um, I, I actually I wrote it down because he went to the Nick Cage School of Acting.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, acting. Okay. Was, was he in uh, uh, Dances with Wolves? I think he he was. All right.
3: And he and he was awful in, in this. One. Jeff, or you're not helping. that one too.
0: All right. Yes. All right. All right. Sorry. Moving on. Was there a? wait for it oh come uh. on you got to admit you love that one <laughs> Um, there should have been a Wilhelm scream in this movie, but I didn't hear one.
5: I, I figured if somebody went out those windows, they should have done it. Do you want to hear that again? I don't no, think no. there was a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> I don't
2: think it was, but there should have been no. multiple.
0: Yes, there should have been, but there was not.
3: Too damn cheap, and we'll write check for it
0: correct okay
4: on to the next item
3: I'm, I'm not making this shit up I mean I'm assuming. Right. Yes. well said Brian
0: okay
4: here I go again on my own
0: could the female role be better played by Tawny Katane
3: evacuate in our moment of triumph <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I gotta admit the shipwreck scene was pretty cool in this movie <laughs>
2: If we're not talk- actually. It was better. The strip club <laughs> scene was better than many other strip club <laughs> scenes from 1996.
3: <laughs> i I mean. I. I consider wait, myself wait, a wait, wait, wait. The of the day.
0: Time out. I'm asking if a female role could be better
2: played, not the stripper role, <laughs> but Tony Well, the, since there's only really one major female role in this movie. And we've already commented on how we weren't impressed. I don't think that Tawny would have done any worse, especially in 1996 Tawny. If like 1996 Tawny, put her in a full-leg cast and threw her on the head of that, or the hood of that car, and had her writhing around, I would have watched that.
3: Yeah, I, she'd have been a lot better with the uh, coat hook scene, too, as well. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, who thought of a freaking coat hook scene?
0: Uh, okay. It was in the script. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Steve. It was in the script. Okay, so are could could the lead have been better played by Tony Katane? Yes or no?
3: Yes. 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 <laughs> Slap a wiggle me, I played it better. <laughs> Motion
0: carries. Yes, it could have been. All right, moving on. Was there an a montage in this movie?
2: Yes. Okay, go. <laughs> All right. You had that scene. Okay, Tom Berger's, uh character, Mr. Slate, he, he has his first day at the high school, scopes out Ernie Hudson, scopes out the general situation, and then he gathers his mercenary crew and says... You know, there's something big going down. Here's the deal. We got a deal to do, and he ta- he convinces them to help. And then you had this montage of them like up doing the stuff with the van, the surveillance unit, wiring in hidden cameras, doing their undercover stuff. And that was a classic montage scene that helped make the rest of the movie make sense. Thoughts?
3: Ashton's mercenaries, they, they bust the drug dealers, right? No, In the early ah, scene. Ah, ah, they, ah,
0: they sh- no, stop. Right. It is it an 18 montage? Yes or no?
3: No, not to me, but <laughs> Steve, I don't understand a montage.
1: There was no montage in this movie.
5: Jeff, uh, I, I agree with Steve. There's no <laughs> montage. <Next. laughs> okay.
3: So <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs>
5: okay.
0: So there's no montage in this movie. Okay. Um, and last, but but nice try, Ken. It was close. It was close. Well done. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, And your mother, too. Alright, and last but certainly not least.
6: And so it begins.
0: Was there a Babylon 5 reference with an actor in this movie? Nope. Nope.
5: Nope. Nobody? Nope. Nobody. Nobody. No one at all? Nope. Nobody at all. Not even a Key Grip or Best Boy. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't even
3: do Babylon
2: 5. I mean, it should be. Would no. you agree? Yes, yeah. should be.
3: My assumption is Babylon Five rejected everybody after this movie. No.
2: Okay, so they we, all went to the brown sector and never returned. That's
0: right. <laughs> so we've gone through the checklist, and I kind of screwed up, but that's okay. I've still got it under control. It's time for the favorite part of the show, right before the review, so we can get out of here. Clips. Clips are our favorite part of the show. So, first up, is, let me this. Yeah, you have a script and you forgot to follow it. No, up? I didn't forget to follow it. You didn't oh, help Muncy. Did no, no, no. Okay. I had it written down. You didn't help Muncy. You're, you're, um, you put me thirty minutes behind. So you Muncie, just need,
3: You're part of the problem. You are part of the, something
2: two hours yeah. later.
0: You are not part of the solution.
3: All right, so there's something all right.
2: very wrong here because when Steve was writing this show, we never ever <laughs> got off script. <laughs>
6: and we never ran over. Oh, oh no. God forbid. No, we Never closed no. no. out the show.
0: No. no. All right. So clips. The first one I call nine one one. Nine one one? I'd like to report an accident.
1: First body.
6: Um, <laughs>
1: um,
0: sorry, my my mistake.
5: <laughs> you know, you got better clips than the sound I had on my TV last night. I mean, those those were good gurgling falling sounds from three stories up.
4: Uh, this yeah, was, this was so
1: bad. This movie
3: was so bad. well I mean. Seriously, okay. I mean, I'll that... say, if you throw me
2: out a third story window, I'm not going to be getting up. I'm just going to lay there with my broken bones and ruptured organs and lay there. <laughs> he calls his
3: security guards in to go kill.
0: How oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right. All right. All right. Clip number two, I call busing.
4: Don't worry about the cops. They're care of Anyway, you
6: need a shale. Well, what? You we'll won't be able to work it without our distribution system. Oh yeah? What's so good about it? It's foolproof. We
4: bust it in, store it, use the KOD to mainline it directly into the school system.
3: You can't do better than that. And they said busting would never work.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you could say that today. Jeff, would you agree? Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. You know, the puns in this movie... Um... I... Th-
3: by the just, way, those words back, right? come from Hollywood. <laughs> I, for the record.
0: Okay. Moving on. Quote number three. I call Can We Be Reasonable? Okay,
6: you not. Can we be reasonable about this? Sure. Ah, ah. Tell me about Glades of Raleigh. I don't know anything. You know, I told you I don't. Ah. 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 God, I'm enjoying this. Listen to, me, listen to me. Listen to me now. I know, all, all I know is they wanted me to hire some people to bodyguard the income and shipment, and that's it. That's all I know. Is that the gig me and Janice were up for? Yeah. And I wanted you, Chanel.
5: I swear to God, I told him. Obviously, this guy's the best. <laughs> Flatter's gonna get you killed. But how long has Rolay been on Glade's payroll? Huh?
6: I don't know. No, no, come on. I mean, I know, I know, I know he was getting paid off when he was a cop, and then. When he became a teacher then they just started funneling the drugs through the school and that's it how'd they do it they uh they uh,
3: the kod the kod i guess the kod that's it you know but i don't know how they store it and
6: i don't know how they transport it i don't know any of that shit man you're killing me here man there's no reason to kill me what i'm gonna be reasonable you're gonna leave the country tonight and you're not coming back or i'm gonna kill you Otherwise, I'm going to be unreasonable. Am I clear? Am I clear? Yeah,
3: if you don't hit me again. <laughs>
5: Man, wow. He really enjoyed mm. being the crap out of him.
4: Well,
0: and Brian, <laughs> sorry.
3: My, my reviews are downgrading every second.
0: But Brian, it had some good music to it at the background. With some good background you know, music. Even,
3: even the freaking cut—they played one goddamn. Oh, oh sure. I'm, I'm, is it, <laughs> we're, already a, we're already we're
0: already explicit they play, tag. They
3: played like one country song, and I looked it up. Like <laughs> I've never heard of this goddamn song. <laughs> All right, next. It's, cl- it's not even a legit royalty right. country right.
0: song. Right. Next, next review, next clip is called "Catcher in the Rye."
3: Oh, I can't
6: tell you boys how much I've needed this. Oh God.
0: I'm <laughs> done,
5: I want you to say I'm sorry 100 times. Shh. no talking in the library.
3: About <laughs> time you boys started hitting the books. Oh, here's one required reading, Catcher in the Rye. My <laughs> mistake, did I say catcher? Move in, move in. <laughs> Book Ninja. <laughs>
0: yeah, some great writing that, that, there. That
3: was his gig, though. You know, from the beginning of the movie, you know, his gig was like, I could throw knives and shuriken and shit like that and kill you. Yep. Which, by the way, you hit me the shuriken, unhealthy and old as I am, you're probably not killing me the shuriken. Sorry. Okay. You could poke out one of my eyes, which, by the way, Too at late. this point in time is not a big deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Okay. But, Alright, next, maybe they're too small.
6: Look, You all know what's wrong here. You ain't got the guts to say it. Well, why don't you tell us, Holland? I'll tell it, man. Cuba whipped you out. You lost your mind and now you lost your fucking balls. <laughs> maybe I'll borrow yours. All right? God, no, God. A second thought, maybe they're too small.
0: <laughs> Again, some of that great writing.
3: Sounds like some sexual conquest. <sighs>
0: See you sitting in shadows not saying a thing. <laughs> okay, two more clips left. One the iconic clip from the movie.
5: It's impolite to stick your finger in somebody's chest. Would you like if I did that to you?
6: Alright, handle over the ice pick, please. Thank you. Sit down. Motherfucker, you broke my hand! I just bent a little. I don't break him on the first offense. <laughs> just I'm in charge of this class. I'm the warrior chief. I'm the merciless god of anything that stirs in my universe. You fuck with me, and you will suffer my wrath.
0: And Jeff, isn't that how you start every school year?
5: You know, one time <clears throat> I took a yardstick and um I was a little bit uh, heated and I I smacked that thing so hard. I didn't snap it in half. I split it lengthwise down the middle of it. Now, the students in my class that year, they don't remember how to convert a fraction to a decimal to this day, all right? But they will never forget that. Did but you, you cry were the warrior? Chop it? No, no, I just took it and just smacked it on the edge of the table and it just it it just down the length of it so you were the well, one I can chief.
2: testify that I can remember around sixth grade one of my teachers took the yardstick and whacked it on her desk and snapped it in two and I remember that to this day <laughs> and I'm a fucking old man <laughs> did it impale her no it just broke okay yeah okay yeah they tend to do that the- yeah yeah, you know, the, the only government. Richard also thought I was a moron. But, you know, that was legitimate
0: <laughs> back in those days. All right, so we've got one more clip, and and Jeff, this one's for you. Oh, thank you. It's definitely
6: time to relocate. Yeah, it's too bad we had to fuck up the school. I feel bad for the kids tomorrow, man. that will be okay. At least it's their school again. Oh. Yeah, where the hell are we gonna go, man? Oh, how's L.A. sound? Uh, like more palm trees. I hear the schools out there have a major drug problem. No, uh, no, no more schools, man. Forget it. You can teach P.E.? P.E.? What, I look retarded? Okay, man. (laughs) fuck (laughs) that.
5: Best best lines of the movie came at the end there.
0: Yeah, you can teach math.
2: I know that a couple of my uh, when I was senior in high school, the PE teachers were
5: sadistic SOBs, but that's just me. But the math teachers, well, you know. Well, well, I mean, math is just sadistic anyway, so <laughs>
4: exactly. you don't really
5: have to go very far. You just go. You've got problems one through fifty tonight. Get them ah! done. Well, per per the movie, at the end of the movie, uh, if you're
3: a PE teacher, you're, you're quote unquote retarded.
4: Right.
3: <laughs> which somebody had a grudge which, PE teachers that's right. Well, which
0: which Math explains teachers.
3: that my driver's ed teacher was my PE teacher and my head football coach <laughs>
4: who, who by
3: the way is in the Indiana Hall of Fame deservedly <laughs> uh, for football but that would explain all the accidents I've had There's over you. the years
0: <laughs> All right, alright so we've gone through clips thank you Brian for sharing another part of your life <laughs> so so we're Another at the relevant point. Uh, thank you. So we're at the review. So, Jeff, how do you feel since you're our resident education expert about taking the lead on the review of this great and well, fantastic thanks. movie?
5: Thanks, Mark. Um, you know, I sorry I came in here late. Um, you know, uh computer well didn't want to compromise with me. Um You you didn't miss anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will refrain from any comment about missing anything tonight. The, um, but no, the, um, uh, you know, this movie is a, uh, it, it is, it is, it was a great idea. It was a great idea, um, until they put the writers to work on a script. And from that point on between bad writing and bad delivery from most of these, uh, from most of these actors. Um, it, it is for the most part, a pretty awful movie. To watch. I, I, I kind of heard what you guys were saying in the beginning and I agree with everything. Um, it, 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 it feels like it, it, it's production quality from 1996 is sorely lacking. They put no money into this movie for any quality. Um, it felt very much like a <clears throat> made for TV, uh, you know, Sunday matinee movie of sorts with a few cuss words in it. Uh, sci-fi channel. Sci-fi channel. Early <laughs> sci-fi channel. That expansion yes. is really good, by the way. Expanse uh, is awesome. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Um, but the, uh, the, the actors um, are great actors. Unfortunately, they're, they're put into a bad show. Um, they have moments. Um, you know there every character has has at least one decent moment but the flow of the movie the quality of the of the um, production of it the directing it it's it's just lacking on many levels the music is i uh, it should have been done without music they could have saved a lot of money and put it into production quality i um i i I wish I wish they would maybe redo this. If they're, if Hollywood wants to redo any movies, this is right for the making. I don't know who they would cast in it. Um, get an up and coming actor or whatever, and just take out the irrelevant female role. Um, but it is kind of a cool premise that you're going to have a special forces group kind of single handedly go in and try to do what nobody else is either willing or able to do. Um, that said, I I, uh, I, it, it, I felt like I kept being drawn to this movie as I was sitting watching it. I kept saying to myself, "This is a terrible movie," but I kept watching it, and I was kind of glued to it. <laughs> as I was forced, I was doing other things last night, and I was like, "Golly, I just really, for some reason, want to keep watching this movie um, through all this <laughs> bad, so it's a bad." <laughs> so I am. Uh, I am going to set the bar at a... Do, do I think it's worth viewing? If you if you come halfway into the movie,
2: <laughs> halfway in, I think it's worth watching.
5: If you're going to sit down and watch it from the beginning, maybe go make a sandwich or two in the end time. Um, I'm going to set the bar at
3: five.
5: Five? Five? All right, I'm with you, bro.
0: <laughs> okay, Brian.
5: Go above or below, gentlemen?
0: All right, <laughs> we 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 we've got the marker laid down at five from the educational expert. So, Brian.
3: Oh my God, just just may have changed my perspective on
4: this.
3: <laughs> I mean, this movie is a total freaking. I mean, to call it a guilty pleasure, I mean, I wouldn't want to admit to that, honestly, because this movie is, I mean, even, even back then, you know, again, I'm the redneck, I'm the freak, I'm the pervert, all that good stuff.
2: Well, yes, that's what you all say. Yeah,
3: it is. We, we all know that. I admit to it.
5: I own up. With all those badges on it of honor, I agree. Yeah, yes. you're like the Eagle Scout of perverts. Yes,
3: <laughs> I am. Yes, well, I, I prefer the Redneck, but but nonetheless, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, oh, God. And by the way, back in the day, you know, when, when somebody <laughs> paid for my education, I took film classes. Not that it matters. <laughs> but I'm watching this, and I'm like, it's a, it's a guilty freaking pleasure so i will give it a 5.0001 just to get it over the line
2: <laughs> jesus okay i Dude. think brian did i as a taxpayer pay for any of your education probably damn it
3: <laughs> and by the way ken by the way here's a funny thing today you know, when people find out I had a scholarship to play college <laughs> athletics, they're like, uh, were you guard or tackle? Like, oh no, no, dude, I was a hundred fifty pound <laughs> miler <laughs>
2: <laughs> That is that is very hard to believe these yes, days. Is. Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man.
0: That that's like saying that job of the hunt was a job of the hut was a sprinter.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is, pretty much.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you, Brian. Uh, Ken, what do you, where, where do you fall on this?
2: Actually, I gave this movie a fair amount of thought. Uh, I did my you research did? preparation. I did. I have mean, never seen this movie. Like I said at the start of the show, I've never seen it. I did my research, I watched it, I paid attention, I didn't thought myself to get distracted. Uh, Tom Berenger, I think, is a good actor. And he's got, you know, presence. I mean, I think he pulled off most of his scenes. I will agree with Jeff that the writing on this, the prem- I mean, the premise is great, the writing is lame, and they didn't put any real money behind it. They were able to get some halfway decent, theoretically decent actors to be in this movie. Although at the other at the other extreme they also evidently just picked up some kids who were like walking the halls and hey you get in here we're gonna make you a movie star uh i did like ernie hudson as the bad guy i mean i thought that was a nice twist i was so used to ernie hudson being you know the the friendly you you know funny sidekick and then boom he's evil so uh all in all I again thinking about it, I'm like, okay, what score am I gonna give this? I decided well in advance what? What 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 are you doing, Mark? I decided uh, well in advance that I was going to give this movie a five point <laughs> five. Oh <my> <laughs> Keep in mind, five point five is down in the I didn't like it range, but it's almost almost and I liked it.
0: Okay. Well said, Steve, Mr. Mac, Mr. Scottish Ale.
1: Oh, if it's all Scottish it's crap. Um,
0: <laughs> Was this crap?
1: I I have to say this is. Um, I mean, it's definitely a man cave movie, but it is crappy. <laughs> and, and and honestly, I think the thing that really just for me, drives the uh, the movie down, and I'm going to go with a six, and it's because it literally is something out of age. I mean, this is, this movie is borderline commando. <laughs>
2: I shouldn't even say borderline. It is commando. It's commando in the high school. So... Yeah, if it, sh- if it came out the same year as Commando, we wouldn't be talking about it. We'd just say, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we would have talked about it
1: because it would have been great, except Commando had Arnold.
3: Well, it had the Australian actor who was in uh, Rogue Warrior, who's still acting today as well.
0: True. Yeah. Think, think. yeah. Mr. Chainmail, I believe. Yes.
3: Yeah. had yeah. yeah, the bad net you know, net T-shirt on in Commandos
0: Be, because he wasn't the actor that was originally fitted for it. It didn't fit. Correct. In, but yes. I digress.
3: Thank you, Mark. That's obscure, but <laughs> nice catch.
0: Yeah. So, so I'm sorry, Steve. Where did you rate this?
3: I'm going with the six. Six.
0: Okay. I'm because I I can't I can't grade it below a Force <laughs> oh, Awakens or Prometheus, which both were awful. And I do like Tom Beringer and Ernie Hudson, so I'm gonna have to give this like I think a five point seven. Because those are the two movies because were because
4: this, movie
0: <laughs> this movie was actually better than those two because it didn't aspire to be what those two movies aspired to be.
3: So, in other words, if you're liquored up, <laughs> watch the movie.
0: It's on Amazon Prime. If you haven't seen it, I I guess if you got nothing else to watch, check it out. Or you like Tom yeah. Berenger.
3: Hey, by the way obscure Tom Berenger Tom movie <laughs> is Last of the Dogmen. Anybody yes. seen that? Yes. I like that movie. You may hate it, Mark, because you're kind of different. You're very peculiar and, and, and very, you know, I recognize you are, you have a very defining taste. I like Last of the Dogmen. It's, it's got moments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got Wilford Brimley, which yeah. kind of sells it to me. Yeah.
0: But, all right. So, any additional thoughts about this <clears throat> somewhat great and fantastic movie? Once.
5: I, I think we have uh, uh, talked longer than the actual <laughs> movie, and I think it is time to wrap this thing all up. Thank you. Well said.
0: So, with that, thank you for listening to the Man Cave Movie Review, episode 202, The Substitute. You can find our podcast... On iTunes at Man Cave Movie Review or at our website at mancavemoviereview.com. You can also visit with us on Facebook at Man Cave Movie Review or on Twitter. So until next, e- 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 great. I'm just picking up where Steve left off. Holy <laughs> oh, crap, I'm cursed. I blame you, Michaels. <clears throat> so until next episode. I'm your host, Mark Slover. Saying thank you for listening to our team, including Steve, drunkenness perceived, his drunkenness achieved, Michaels.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is there a Byron in this classroom? <laughs> Is there a Byron in this classroom? Byron, right. some yeah game. No. Oh. Why didn't you say your name the first time I said it?
0: <laughs> Obscure, thank you, Kean Peel. Yes. <laughs> also joining us tonight was KOD, Ken of Destruction, Rony.
2: I need fiber. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get some depends if you need fiber. That's all I got to say. Also, once again, um, the Cyclops of this evening's podcast, signing off, is Brian. Reverend. Brian, the Reverend Deuteronomy Skaggs, merciless god of anything that stirs in the Pruno universe, Miller.
3: You know, um, we need to wrap this thing up. Because I, I got an early morning uh, game of Highlight with Cliff on We're, we're going to try to shove sestuses up each other's ass. But, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Uh, your, uh, it's private. Your sports and sexual p- escapades.
3: Uh, the and, is a really important thing.
0: Yeah. Especially a wicker one. I'm not even going to. Yes. Hmm. And and finally, the co-founder of the show and resident public education expert, Jeff, I don't break fingers on the first offense, Muncie.
5: (laughs) Thanks, Mark. Um, You know, next year when I start uh, my new job at a new school, um, I I think, honestly, the first day um, when I describe who I am to the students, um, I should just play this movie for them. (laughs) I'll I'll just personally bleep the cuss words. I... I I think that would just
0: set a tone for the rest of the year i i agree might might end your contract too but nonetheless it
5: you know what i'm I'm tenured so you know (laughs) what um give me my give me my pension oh so you get more than two weeks yeah something like that yeah (laughs) it depends on the address what's the address and and about 25 dollars a month so don't don't go spend (laughs) all that in government cheese i will not spend all that in one place that's right (laughs) All right, folks, thank you for
0: listening to this, uh, this flock episode, I guess I could safely say, of uh, the Man Cave Movie Review. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. We will be back very soon. Thank you, and good night.